Lorraine and I'm black. I'm Sarah and I'm Jewish. We're going back to school to learn some basic black and Jewish stuff we should totes already know. Let's get learned up! Stereotypes in stereo. Ooh. Uh, stereotypes. Awkward to talk about. Yeah, pretty much. But we're doing it. And uh, I think some, you know, there's some fertile ground here. Uh, this topic was pitched to us by one of our Facebook fans, followers. We wrote a Facebook post on the Learned Up page saying, what do you guys want us to talk about? And one of the suge- suggestions, one of the suggestions was stereotypes. And there are a lot of really good suggestions on there. So thank you, everybody, for yeah. like getting, just in, getting and being engaged. Please keep them coming. Like, please write to us at learntuppodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we really mean that. We get a lot of, I don't know about you, Sarah, but like I get a lot of like direct messages, like Facebook messages and stuff, or like texts from friends and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Keep that up for Keep sure that up. it makes our work easier i think it, i think so yeah like just letting us know what you want to hear and what you've liked hearing because like maybe that i don't know whatever this is a perfect example of why that's helpful because we're gonna talk about what someone asked us to talk about mm-hmm. <laughs> and we may do a bad job at this we might. and let us but know. You know what? I won't feel bad about it. They told us to try. Yeah, they told yeah. us to try talking about this. So if it doesn't work out, you know what, listeners? Yeah, we're take in a this cold together. Look at yourself in the yeah. mirror. Maybe bad pitch. So Sarah, what was like your approach on this? Because I, yeah, we well, probably came at this from different angles. Yeah, I started out thinking I was gonna research where certain stereotypes about Jews came from. Um, And I did that a little, but not much. And then I got very distracted by just noting, like, the prevalence of Jewish stereotypes in media specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, And thinking about my own feelings about stereotypes and how um, I think especially when I was growing up, um, I was very scared of and very offended by, you know, uh, stereotypes like either sort of stereotypical accusations or remarks, um, you know, things that people might say like, oh, you look really Jewish or, oh, you don't look very Jewish or Mm -hmm. things like that, uh, that convey that there's like a stereotypical type of Jew who looks a certain way. Um, Now I kind of, you know what, would still be kind of offended if someone said that a non-Jewish person which, said that. Which thing? I mean, it's either way, it's offensive. But if someone said, you look Jewish, or if someone said, you don't look Jewish, what's your yeah. like visceral reaction either well, way? it depends on who the person is and in what context. Um, I guess I would say, actually, as a general statement, I feel that there's less sting in that for me as I age. Because I kind of also think, and this is something I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but part of what's awkward about talking about stereotypes is that, like, you know, some of them come from somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. like there's, they're based, some of the stereotypes are based in some reality. And I think we have to reckon with that. And I feel more comfortable, I think, as I've gotten older, you know, 
like reckoning with that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, for me, like I get upset just I get upset with people relying on stereotypes because they're not accurate. Like who cares if they came from some kind of truth? They're not a full truth in any way. Sure. So what it tells me is that someone heard a stereotype and that was enough for them. They were like, right. oh, I totally get it. I don't need I to know. do any more right. <laughs> looking or listening. I don't. Yeah. 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 Or like acknowledging of um, shades of gray or yeah. Right. And it's also like if they are caught in being disrespectful or whatever. They can easily go, well, it's a, like everybody knows that stereotype. Like there's something about it being like widely understood that makes them not entirely wrong. Right. <laughs> just, yeah. It's, it's like, like we've like, all heard uh, that. Yeah. Status quo says that it's fine for me to say this. So who, I'm. Who I'll, says? The status quo. Oh, the status quo. Sorry. I said sesquo. Sesquo says. Sesquo, my racist friend. Sesquo said it was okay. <laughs> um, like Cisco, but yeah. Well, yeah. So like for me, I didn't really do research on this. I feel guilty about that. But Ugh, more guilt. More guilt. More shame That's to carry episode. around. But it's like. I just was like, okay, stereotypes, uh, people are racist towards black people mm. all the time. And even in ways that are like complimentary, like mm. some, some like good, good stereotypes, I'm going to say in quotes, it's like, we age well. There's mm. the old, the old saying black don't crack. That's something people love to say. And even black people love it. Like most black people that I know embrace it, but it pisses me off, honestly, because it's like. I feel like it's a consolation prize. I feel like we get to say black don't crack. So, so like white people can feel better about like white guilt. Like, well, we're uglier than you. So we're going to keep uh, marginalizing you. And like, <laughs> and the other thing I feel about black don't crack is like, that's, we're always comparing black celebrities with white people. And yeah, like if, if most of your exposure to black culture is a celebrity, then that means that that person has a full makeup team. You're, you're not going to catch a candid of them not wearing makeup. Like they are going to age well in front of the Hollywood cameras, but like your auntie probably looks normal. Just it's okay to have fine lines. It's okay to have gray hair. It's okay. Whatever. Anyway, this isn't me trying to say, you know, white people age just as well as black people. It's just me trying to be like, we're allowed to be, we're allowed to be old and crusty. Let, let me, let my blemishes be there. And like, let me look like a shriveled up raisin when it's time for that. Right. Whatever. I'm, I know that I'm in the minority with this opinion. I just, just that refrain, that mantra, black don't crack, like makes me mad. Cause it's like, wh- why do we have to be so beautiful all the time? Like we're allowed to like not be perfect looking. Right. You want to allow for maybe you're going to get some deep wrinkles and yeah, you don't want to be considered like the outlier. Well, yeah, but it's also that thing of like, okay, Maybe you will relate to this on like the woman front of just uh, the way women are like, we're all beautiful in our own ways. Like the dove, like love the skin you're in. Mm -hmm. We're all beautiful. Why do we have to be beautiful though? Like it's clearly, it's clear that we're not, (laughs) we're not all beautiful. So why do we need like in our different ways of looking, why do we have to be like labeled beautiful? Because like, right. It's still supposed to be, it still puts a premium on like aging beautifully, which should be everyone's goal. Right. So it's like, this is a very important priority. Um, Let's all acknowledge, let's all give black people a hand for doing this very important thing well. It's like, let's maybe not give so much weight and potency to the 
subject of aging well? Yeah, because it's like, it's a faux pas to call black people ugly. Like, <laughs> it's, it is. It's like, because like that, I guess that's another stereotype too, is that like black people aren't as beautiful as white people. Like that's like an issue. Like that's a racist perspective. So to get ahead of it, people are like, black people are so beautiful. They're beautiful. We swear. <laughs> it's like you're overcompensating. So I see. that's yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of why I feel weird about it. Do you think it's racist for a white person to call a black person ugly? Um, if they're saying, I think you're ugly because you're black, that's racist. <laughs> right. It was like, I believe like, you know what? Like, I don't see any beauty in blackness. So you're ugly. That's right. racist. Okay. Say I am looking at, okay, this is such a fraught. This is really complicated. Who do you think ugly, Sarah? <laughs> okay. There is this black one I'm thinking of. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just purely hypothetical. Um, I just really want to get this off my chest. No, I'm kidding. Um, There is something inherently very fraught and complicated about um, looking at a, let's say, a black woman and a white woman next to each other and evaluating their relative hotness because hotness is obviously, I mean, I don't mean, I hope I don't sound like I'm white-splaining. We all know that hotness is socially constructed and that there are these like European ideals of beauty um, that people are just accept as the norm. So, but is it, so, so there is some sort of like uh, racial stuff mixed up in there where it's not just as like, like if I just saw two white women next to each other, I could be like, bam, she's hot. She's not. But I would feel a little icky comparing do you know what i'm saying yeah i mean white you're leaving me a lot of space to just keep talking no no because myself well because i tire myself out i want to like stay on the same page with you Mm -hmm. in this hypothetical experiment i guess a lot of things are you know there are a lot of variables um right so yeah like you know one could surmise that white supremacy has a lot to do with someone's decision that like that white body is hotter more valuable than the black body next to it sure like yeah that could be racist, but but it could I also. Wouldn't. But if someone said, "I think that person's hotter than that person," and that was the end of the conversation, I would not just in my mind be like, "Oh, racism." Okay, <laughs> I'd just say, cool. "Oh, this is complex." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so, but, so that's the top of my list. The aging well thing always bugs me, but it's but I know that a lot of times it comes from a place of love. So I just like you know roll my eyes and I'm like, "Thank you." Yeah. <laughs> Um, being good at music. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) This is a fun, yeah, I did kind of want to, um, go through these stereotypes and then be like, am I a stereotype? Um, because I, some of these, I kind of am stereotype. Some of these I am not stereotype. What's one that you are? Um, ones that I am are, well, I think that some people might say I look Jewish. Like, I think, you know, again, that's a complicated statement. Um, and there's a lot to unpack there because a lot of times when people say you don't look Jewish, that they they mean that as a compliment, which is fucked That's up. That's so weird. You know, like, oh, you have been blessed with, you know, vaguely Aryan features or you look a, a lot of people have told me actually, oh, are you Italian? Are you Spanish? And I'm like, no, I'm Jewish. And it's, it's a disappointment almost. They're like, that's it. You're just, I get that too. Jewish. People, when people find out that I'm not mixed and that both of my parents are black, people get so weird about it and they won't leave me alone until there's an explanation. And the best I can do is say, look, we come in many different 
hues and yeah. and colors and shapes. <laughs> the yeah, end. The end. <laughs> Different I people have sex with each other. Yeah, and like, here we are. It's the same thing of like when people are like, why is your last name European? But you're not like who's who's you're like, OK, my last name is DeGraffenright. And people be like, what's that German? I say, no, it's Swiss. Oh, cool. Who's Swiss? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just my last name was Swiss. I'm not. How does that work? You know, in America, a lot of people acquire last names that are not connected to their heritage. It's very common. Well, like, where's yours from? Slavery. Mine's from slavery. Like, where else would it fucking come from? I mean, it could come from somewhere really interesting, but like, I I, I just think for me, it's so obvious, but maybe it's not for all of us. Maybe it's not obvious for everybody. Right. That there aren't like tons of black Swiss, like black people in Switzerland who like came from I don't even know how to yeah like begin to yeah. and if I if I'm keeping it vague because I just don't feel like talking about it like why can't it just be that why yeah. can't it just be oh you know in America a lot of times people to why can't that just be it yeah I don't know yeah people want to know <laughs> um I just hosted my friend this weekend who is Jewish and she has bright red hair and like green eyes and you know I think a lot of people have told her and would tell her that she doesn't look stereotypically Jewish. And I think she, I don't know how she feels about that. I don't want to speak for her. But um, I think they people think it's okay to say stuff like that. Yeah. And is it? I don't know. I, you know, I, I think I'm getting like to the point, I'm getting more comfortable with my Jewishness and my Jewish lookingness that I think like, yeah, like, I think I do have some of the traits of sort of, you know, like, I've got dark hair and, like, you know, big features and, um, like, a strong nose. And, um, you know, I, I know it's, like, sort of, ew, it's, like, icky, kind of a faux pas to talk about that. But those are certain traits that, you know, a lot of Jews do have. But, like, you were just saying, I mean, we do come in all different, like, mm-hmm. shades, shapes, and sizes. So that is some of the the sample. But it's not the whole sample, you right. know? So... Yeah, people taking, like, something and expanding it and using it to apply to all people stereotypes. Yeah, stereotypes are fucking stupid. Really glad we're talking about this. Um, <laughs> um, okay, what else? Well, okay, so that's one That's one thing that I do think, like, okay, I guess, you know, I guess I could be considered, like, I, I look kind of Jewish, you know? That's mm-hmm. something that we're like, yeah, okay, I'm stereotype. Where I am not stereotype is... Uh, I'm not obsessed with money. I don't have a lot of money. I'm not greedy and I'm not stingy. Whenever I get money, I love to spend it on, <laughs> on other people. I love to buy people presents and experiences. Cool. I love to go. I love to just let, like open my wallet and just like let the wind carry my money away you know so um everybody be best friends with sarah oh drinks on me drinks on sarah when i get a better job i will just be yeah <laughs> drinks on me la um well, i yeah. want to ask you about that do you ever feel like in the world like you're being judged for being Jewish in like a money related context. Money way. In a money way. Like, uh, I don't know. I can't, I don't really know of a good example, but like, does this ever come up for you? Does it come up for me? Um, no, I guess I've never been in a situation like, you mean like at a restaurant where, you know, I would feel uncomfortable saying like, Hey guys, uh, <laughs> Maybe this isn't an even split because I actually <laughs> my my waffle was two dollars less than your muesli. Yeah, you know? sure, that's like a perfect example. That was a pretty good example. Yeah. Um, 
No, I, I don't think I ever think, hey, if I said this, would it be weird? Because like, I'm a Jew. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think most often I'm just like, let's just fucking split it. It's just yeah. easier. You know, I don't need to like, you know, no bones about it. Yeah. You're one of the easier people to hang with when it's like check splitting time or check dealing with time. Yeah. In my experience. Uh, it's been like yeah. it's been like a two second conversation, whereas like other people, it's so it's so laborious. It's is that a word? Is that yeah, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It hurts, mm-hmm. and it's like science and math, and we're in the lab, and there's a chalkboard, and we're figuring it all out. Yeah. But you and me, it's like, oh, I'll get this Venmo. <laughs> right, Venmo has made <laughs> you know? check splitting a lot easier, yeah. honestly. But yeah, and I think along with the sort of money related um, set of stereotypes about Jews. Which, by the way, just quick tidbit, um, I did, like, just such a small, like, morsel of research about this. Um, And basically, I think it's, like, in the Middle Ages, uh, Jews were moneylenders because Mm. Catholicism wouldn't let, like, it was against people, like, Catholics' religion to lend money because it was considered a sin to collect interest on money that was loaned. What? So a lot of Jews, like, didn't have couldn't get all the cool jobs. So they were like, well, I guess we'll just lend money to people. So we'll just go into that business. Um, So yeah, the rest is, is history. That's such a cool thing to know. Yep. And you know, there's all these like ancient portrayals of Jews as like stingy, like money grubbers, like merchant of Venice is like the obvious example. Shylock is just like a miserable bastard who (laughs) nobody likes. And, um, yeah, I, I read a, read a headline that was like, why are we still performing the Merchant of Venice? And I didn't read the article. <laughs> it's cool. Shakespeare. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not even mad at Shakespeare. Can't um, be mad at him. It's fine. Whatever. Um, yeah, I don't even remember that play. Very, maybe the play is like subverting that stereotype or commenting on the stereotype. I don't remember. You know what? I wonder if people are using it the production to subvert the stereotype because like mo- did, in modern times. Yeah. Yeah. Cause did you see taming of the shrew at Vassar? Yes. They did such a good job with it. Um, dude, I do not remember character names. I haven't read Kate, Catherine, Kate, Kath- maybe the Catherine. Main- okay. Katerina. Katerina. Thank yes. you. When she is like tamed, you know, mm-hmm. like when she's made the full like transition and she's now she's all that. Exactly. She's she's yeah. been she's all that. Yeah. She's been um she's become 10 that. things I hate about you. Yep. She uh, she's been that. The the woman, the the student who played her character who did that monologue did mm-hmm. such a good job and she seemed just like so broken and so just like the way she performed it was like I've done everything I can to like preserve my own spirit and it is this whole, um, this fight is over. I've lost. I surrender. Yeah. And that was really cool. Cause yeah. it wasn't like, I'm happy to be a perfect lady now. Right. It was Thanks like, for the Manny Petty. Yeah. It's like, I feel destroyed. At what cost? And it was good. Yeah. So if, you know, that's a problematic place. So that was, that was cool. They were able to like yeah. update it, you know, or like give it sort of that different residence. I felt it. Shakespeare troop. Um, so cool. I think I auditioned for the Shakespeare truth in there. Really? Just truth. <laughs> Shakespeare truth was truth. It was like the place to be. It yeah. was the place to be. I didn't even audition because I held them that highly. Such high I was regard. Like, who do I think I am? You know what? I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Mm-hmm. So you did not even audition because no. you were like, 
how dare I set foot in these like hollowed halls? Yeah, I'm not there. I can never be. Mm -hmm. I did the Philalethius play that we were in together. Yeah, I was in comedy groups, and I even auditioned for the Night Owls one time. That was not. Yeah, I felt like I was like, well, I can't really sing, but I heard that they need like a low voice person, so I'll go in for it. Yeah, and they told me I wasn't that bad, so (laughs) that made me feel like, all right, is that how I said it? They, they were like, uh, LD, you, you ain't that bad. Yeah. But uh, Shakespeare troupe, I was like, I'm not going to fuck with that. That they are sacred. You know what? I felt really burned that I didn't get into it. And admittedly, my auditioning skills have never been great. But <laughs> and I'm sure they were worse then. Um, but dude, I do you know how many years of Shakespeare camp I went to as a kid slash early teenager. Sarah, I had Four no summers idea. in a row. Shakespeare camp? Shakespeare camp, dude, in DC. At the, it was connected Get to the Shakespeare Theater downtown. That's so cool. I guess. Uh, I think. I mean, as like a 14-year-old, I was like kind of old to be going to camp. But, <laughs> but there was, but that, it was, yeah, it was not wow. the oldest person. I was not the oldest camper. Um, yeah, so I grew up like reading and going to Shakespeare. Why are we fucking talking about this right now? You should have gotten into Shakespeare Troop. That's what we're talking about this for. I am going to go back to school, fucking never been kissed style, and I'm going to get <laughs> into the Vassar Shakespeare Troop if it's still around. Uh, I I do have this idea that I've been like, that's been floating around in my head. If you ever want to work on this with me, it's like Vassar people, like every Vassar person that I know wishes that they could go back and do Vassar different. Like mm. there's something, they've got some um, unfinished business. Oh, yes. And I want to like work on a feature that has to do with this, but I don't know how. So maybe we can get together after the recording. I'm so glad you chat. said that. I sometimes feel like a freak. Like I'm the only one who looks back with some regret. Okay. We all do. We, we got to talk about this do. off mic. We all do yeah that's yeah. your listeners you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about okay um okay so on the actually i want to pick your brain about this um when people say um you know they're really into jewish women or jewish men mm-hmm. or you know asian women i think there's maybe certain ethnic groups that it's creepier to say that you're into but if you for example or i've had i've had non-jewish friends who have said i love jewish boys and i don't take offense to that but what does it mean that you love Jewish boys? Yeah. And what does it mean for someone to be particularly attracted to, you know what I mean? Like a certain ethnic group? No, for sure. And I mean, people say to me like, oh, I'm into black girls or I like black guys and or whatever. that to me sounds fucking weird. It sounds weird to me too, but enough people say it that I'm like, I guess a lot of people don't think that they sound like creeps. But you think they do. I do. I, yeah. feel, I feel very objectified. Like fetishized, right? I feel right? like, let me cover up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really weird. Or like, okay, there was this restaurant where I worked at and this girl like would, was like, oh, you have brothers? Show me what they look like. <gasps> I want to see pictures of your brother. Ooh. And I felt weird, but I was like, okay. So I showed her, I'm so sorry, family. Who's listening to this? I showed her pictures of my brothers and, and they were like, I'm, oh, I want to marry that one. And they were like shopping. It was like, they were looking at a catalog and I was like, okay, enough for you. (laughs) Granted, this person was age appropriate for my little brother. So it wasn't weird, but it was like, it was weird. Yeah. It was like human trafficking. Anyway, no, but people have done that to my, about my brother too. They, you know, like they learn that I have a brother and they're like, Ooh, let me see him. And, um, and they're like, see, that is what I want. I want a nice Jewish boy who looks like that and it's like it's a little you know it is a little fetishizing but but i do also recognize that like again the stereotype of like the nice jewish boy yeah you know it's behavioral it's behavioral it's but it's also yeah it's it's like values like Mm -hmm. nice jewish girl slash nice jewish boy it's like okay what are those traits um 
a lot of times it's like about education. Like they're highly educated people. They're very family oriented. They love their mothers. A lot of people find that like nice, attractive, like positive. There's, um, you know, a, like an aspirational sort of value about like upward mobility, a certain level of success, attaining Mm -hmm. like some financial stability, having a comfortable life that I think people like in a prospective partner. And, but the problem with that is that you can't just assume that a Jewish guy or a Jewish girl is like a nice Jewish girl or a nice Jewish guy. I mean, am I stereotype? Am I nice Jewish girl? I mean, you are a nice Jewish girl. So (laughs) <laughs> I am a Jewish lady. I am educated. I love my family. I think success is important, but not necessarily like the American dream. But I don't want to be poor forever. Okay, his J-Day profile. No, like, yeah, he's putting yeah. it out there. Let's write this right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking for a 36-year-old <laughs> businessman who likes fine wine and seafood. Um, no, I don't even love seafood that much, but, uh, I'm not always that nice. And I don't think I'm domestic enough to be a nice Jewish girl. I think that important. Yeah. I think historically like a nice Jewish girl is like, she makes a nice home. You know, Um, she's, she cooks. She, I do, I do cook, but, but I don't, I don't clean. I cook, but I don't clean. But when I come over, you do feed me. I do. Eat something. I do. You don't say that, but I you do. do. You like, you're yeah. like, you, come on, don't you want something? And a lot of times, no. You don't. But but a lot of why times. Why does that make me so, why does that make us, if I can say this, so uncomfortable? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, weird. Oh no. And I feel bad for not feeding you enough. I like never invite you over because I'm always embarrassed of how messy my apartment is. I should just get the fuck over it. Get the it. fuck over it. I want to see your over, cat. Come and over. You might not be there forever. I know, because it might be moving soon. Yeah. And it's pretty, it's okay. Yeah. I, like, had a friend just drop by last Saturday, like, completely unexpected, and I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) And I was like, sweep, sweep, sweep. And she's like, it's fine. (laughs) So maybe I'll just, like, you know, have you over so you can hang out with a deli You know what? It's right by the Americana. Yeah. Uh, What's not to love? (laughs) Okay, well, I think that you are a nice Jewish girl. Deal with it. Uh, But I I don't want to be boxed in. I want to be able to be mean sometimes. Well, then be bad. Spring break. (laughs) Jewish girls gone wild. Oh that man, is, that's I'm a sure video. A yes, it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, okay. This is gonna make everyone uncomfortable. Ooh. But you told me last year at some point that uh, Jewish women having big breasts is like a thing. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah and yeah. I didn't know that until you told it to me, and now I hear it like around. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's I like in the ether. I told you that in confidence. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I told you that uh, in context of a story that was about gonna, my I wasn't gonna bring oh, up the story you knew I was going to okay, then yeah okay. yeah yeah um yeah my uh, my ex-boss at my last job um made a made an offensive joke about Jewish uh, women having big tatas and work, during in work. public in front of other men in a very like uh-huh. gendered space where all the women are assistants and in fact two of his assistants were Jewish women and I told him that is not okay but it was the most awkward <laughs> conversation of my life. Do I regret it? No. No. Would I, I do it again? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> do I recommend other people do it? <sighs> yes. Oh, I was really proud of you. I like couldn't believe it. I was like, you're going to go in there and you're going to tell him don't say Th- stuff like and that. And he's Jewish. He can't say. He like, should not have been saying that better. stuff. But I think that there are. So the broad city gals, like yeah. they're. Would you say they're nice Jewish girls? I think they're kind of doing cool things for Jewish women because 
they're not jappy. Like that's another thing I kind of wanted to talk about, mm. but but there's I've been hogging the mic, so I kind of want to throw no, it back to I you. Don't, I disagree. You have not been hogging the mic. But okay. please go ahead. Okay. Um. Yeah. The Jap stereotype. We all know it. Um. I. That's one that that's really tricky because it's both anti-Semitic and misogynistic because it. There's no similar term for like a man who's materialistic, mm-hmm. nor is there a term for like a non. Jewish woman yeah. who is materialistic and like obsessed with money and like, you know, spoiled by her dad. And, um, you know, there've been some funny Jap characters. Like I'm thinking of Shoshana on girls. Yeah. Um, uh, Jenny Slate's character in Parks and Rec, you know, like many please, mm-hmm. uh, Gretchen Wieners from mean girls. Totes. Totes yeah. Jap. Uh, and here's the thing. We all know those girls. It's tough, man. Like yeah. I went to high school with some of them. I know they're not just I wouldn't I would never say like I would never call them Japs, but uh you know, stereotypes come from somewhere. Anyway, I just think it's it's unfortunate that um that term was created because there are so many other people who also embody those traits and mm-hmm. there's no word that we've no like cool acronym that we've come up for that with them, for them, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's a tough one. But anyway, that is a really tough one. But anyway, the Broad City ladies, uh, I wouldn't say they're Japs. They're not maybe traditional nice Jewish girls. They smoke mm-hmm. weed. They talk about farts. They're loud. They're I scrappy. Would say, based on the show, like the way that they play their characters, I would say that the when it comes to Jewishness, the Broad City ladies code switch. Mm. So there's like party time. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> We're just American girls on the town. And then there's we're nice Jewish girls going to a wedding. And then, and then also like, um, like, uh, they get into antics, chaos mm-hmm. ensues. So when you see the broad city girls, like all dressed up nice and like, they're going into something, you know, they're not going to come out dressed all nice. Like some crazy stuff's going to happen. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but we, I don't know how much yeah. of that has to do with their Jewishness. Like, I don't know how they do actually have kind of like Jewish mothers though. And that's yeah. another stereotype of like the sort of like, did, did you ever watch their web series? Uh, yes, I did. Did you see the just episode, a few episodes? I think with, with, with their real moms. Did you see that? Uh, I just that I don't stuck remember, with me. But they, but their real moms were on the show. Also, were they? Yeah, yeah. Like either season two or season three, their oh. real moms were like. There was some scene in the park where they're like That's on a park cool. bench and their moms are there. That's so cool. Yeah, awesome. So they've been involved. That's yeah. so cool. Well, yeah, I just remember like. Um, just back in the day when they just had the web videos, there was this really cute sketch or this scene where like they meet up with their moms for a brunch. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just nice. That it is me, nice. It just made me feel good. Like I get sad when comedians are so like, fuck my dad. I hate my mom. Yeah. I like, love it when comedians have families and come like from somewhere. Too. It's nice. Is there a stereotype about black mothers in the way that there is about Jewish mothers that is as ubiquitous and like, <laughs> and like they're okay to like, and like, okay to make fun about of in yeah. popular culture. Well, I would say that like the number one thing is that like black moms know everything. <laughs> they are watching. They know everything. You can't you can't get anything by them. You can't trick them. Mm. Like you just they will fucking end you if you get into trouble. Um, <laughs> but then there are the bad racist stereotypes that are like they're on drugs. They're welfare queens. Right. Like the dad's never around. Like there's that stereotype. But like. I mean, <laughs> that's, like, based in, like, a fucked up, like, capitalist racist reality that's, like, kind of fiction. I don't know. It's, like, hard to talk about. It makes me so sad because, like, 
a part of like the welfare thing is the government's fault. It's not the victim's fault. Like it's not these families' faults. Yeah, it's structural problems. Yeah, it's like there are people who like get into a situation where they're like, well, you know, if I tried to get myself out of this situation, it would be more difficult for me than if I just stayed in it. Right. Like that and what awaits real. me if I get out of like what's right. on the other side. Oh my God. Yeah, there's that. But then there's like, I don't know, for like my experience with like my black mom, it's just like yeah, don't, tell me about your black mom. Don't cross her. Oh. <laughs> she just is she like I re- okay. I remember one time I called my brother. I think I called him an idiot, I think is what I called him. And she fucking grabbed me and took me into the bathroom and actually washed my mouth out with soap and water, which is such a cliche. Wow. I remember sitting there by like the running water and just being like, this is happening to me. She is doing this. My mouth is being washed out with soap and water. Like, how is this my life? Oh, boy. And I was because I called him an idiot. I'd called him worse things. Anyway, so they're just they're serious. Like they want you to be good and they want you to do your homework and turn down that music. (laughs) Um, Are there is there a similar relationship to food that like Jewish mothers seem to have traditionally, stereotypically? My mom's nuts. She like always overbought groceries. But then when my brother left for college, it was like worse because she was still buying like all the stuff that he loved. But he wasn't around to eat it. So it would just accumulate. And she'd like keep buying more. We're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like we're good on peanut butter. Like we're good. (laughs) Like you don't need to buy more. But she just had, I don't know. She just is always like buying snacks in case our friends drop by or in case you never know. There could suddenly be a bake sale. We need to have all of this uh, specific baking flour on hand. It's just like too much. And that comes from, I, I recognize that obsessiveness where it's like, what if there's a flood? Yeah, what like, if there's we, We've a... got to make sure we're stocked. Yeah. And it's the more, oh my gosh, how mortifying if someone comes over and I don't have enough peanut butter to yeah. offer them. And she loves like, yeah, that's the thing. Like when we in, invite a new guest into our home, she loves going through the inventory and she's like, well, Lorraine told me you were coming. So we've got pizzas and there's fries in the oven and also Ooh, fries been, in the oven. Yeah. Also, I have this um like chicken pesto pasta <gasps> thing that I just made and um what else we have and they're just like um i miss michelle i just want to get to know you (laughs) it's like let's see what else do we have oh yeah my mom does that too it's just like relax stop tying yourself out just sit down have like my mom is always standing up and like opening cabinets getting bowls out putting snacks in bowls washing other things (laughs) everything's in bowls take a load off like (laughs) put your feet up relax just relax and after my mom has cooked the dinner for all the people like she will not sit down and make herself a plate what is she still doing in there nope what's left to be done in the kitchen i don't know can't wait yeah just come on in here yeah i know we're all here yeah i know stop yeah hanging out in the servants quarters i know that i'm gonna be that exact same kind of lady though if slash when i have kids yeah i hope so i hope i will be i hope yeah it's the only way that i know how at this point. Well, I hope I have the resources to have as many bowls and <laughs> and jars of peanut butter as our, as our moms yeah, I, would, I hope that I have a pantry and like a fridge with like a freezer that's like a drawer that you pull like, out. Like, like a bottomless drawer yeah. of various like, I hope. delicious produce. I hope. Farm fresh. Okay. I just want to say one last thing. Let's talk about it. 
um, fried chicken. Mm. So where did that stereotype come from? Um, I found this like article from like 2013 about a big like incident that happened where a professional golfer, Sergio Garcia, like said something shady about Tiger Woods. They were like, oh, will you like be civil towards Tiger Woods, even though you guys are kind of like rivals or whatever. And he's like, yeah, we'll have him around every night. We'll serve fried chicken. <sighs> and and that like was like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> and so, of course, there, he he makes the rounds of apologies. And he's like, oh, the comment was that was made wasn't silly. It was wrong, hurtful, clearly inappropriate. I'm confident that there is real regret that the remark was made, which is like a weird thing to say. Wait, sorry. I know the I, person who said that said that? I'm confused about I'm that. I'm confident that yeah. there was regret. I don't get that at all. Like, was there or wasn't there? Was there or wasn't there? Just let us know. This is just and like, a, do you, like, say I regret it. Yeah, just say, I'm sorry. I'm filled with regret. Not, there was, there I'm was I'm confident that there was some <laughs> regret somewhere in the world. Non-apology. So. I hate fake apologies, So dude. what is this black people and fried chicken thing? It's really old. Um, a professor from University of Missouri, Claire Schmidt, she studies race and folklore. She says, okay, for one thing, fried chicken and just chicken in general has been a part of Southern diets, but it was, there, there was like a particular utility for this food for slaves because chickens were cheap, easy to feed, good source of meat, whatever, keeps the slaves from getting hungry. But also in Birth of a Nation, the like real birth of a nation, the one where it's like about the birth of the Ku Klux Klan. D.W. Griffith's movie, I think. Yeah, 1915 mm-hmm. silent movie. Um, there's this scene where you like have these actors portraying like black people. And there's this like scene where they're like gratuitously like eating chicken and that like visual just stuck with white audiences. There's also like the same can be said for like black people eating watermelon. Mm. They're like, it's mostly in racist portrayals of black people. And then it's just like, that's the first time a white person is seeing a black body. So they're like, oh, that's like what they do then. They yeah. eat chicken, they eat watermelon. Right. Um, I believe that. I buy that. That's enough for me. But so you're saying that like white slave masters fed the slaves fried chicken. So it was like, it was like fed to them by white people. Yeah. But it's also like uh, white people would get like slave masters would give black people like whatever the leftovers were. Like, here's the, this, here's the, that do what you will with it. Right. It's probably old. And I feel like if I was given a whole bunch of old food, I'd probably fry it up. Yeah. I'd be like, this is a little bit gross, but it'll be a little bit less gross if I just like batter it and fry it. Cool. I can actually stomach this. Yeah. 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 Um, that's my take. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, fried food is fucking delicious. Dude, fried and there's no rolls. stereotype that's gonna like get me to stop. <laughs> yeah. So do you like? Do you feel weird about eating fried chicken? Can I, I ask mean, you that? I feel like my attitude is like, judge me. <laughs> like I'm gonna eat this, but I think there is this like classist element to it too. Like. I'm like middle class. Does the middle class even exist anymore, oh, you guys? Where are we? Does it exist? <laughs> I'm just like in sort of an affluent community of people. So like if someone really wants to go there, like we will exchange words and it will make everyone really uncomfortable. I think that maybe if there was like more of a division class wise between me and the people that I hung out with on the regs, I might feel a little bit weirder about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just me guessing, though. What about you? Are there any I like mean foods I feel self-conscious yeah, yeah. about? Where I'm like, oh, this is so Jewish of me. Um, no, because I think I've mentioned before that I 
I don't love um, every super Jewish food. There's mm. um, like I'm not a, I'm not into lox. You'll never catch me like eating like lox with my hands and being like, oh, I'm so embarrassed, but it tastes so good. <laughs> you know, um, like no. Um, yeah, have I ever eaten a bagel and been like, oh god, I hope no one sees me stealing this bagel. That would like, be in my such car. a funny thing if you're like covering your like face while you like eat the bagel. Yeah. Like Lorraine, don't look now, but I yeah, 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 a bagel. Um, yeah, no, let me think more about that. Yeah, I, I don't know. As of now, like there's really no food that I feel nervous to eat because of how it will look or what people might think. Um, yeah, yeah, really, no. Sometimes I wonder when I'm like getting like specifically Jewish food, I wonder if people are like, what are you doing? You're not Jewish. Oh, you yeah? don't get to have. Yeah, sure. Like, especially like after Passover, there's like a lot of like cheaper things. Oh, like, like discount. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and also there are like, jar, you know, those jars of matzo ball soup that you uh-huh. can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes I wonder like. Are there a lot of non-Jews that buy this stuff? <laughs> and then also, like, probably are people like looking at my cart, being like, "You're weird," or yeah. are they thinking, "Nah, it's fine. This is like American food." Right. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. And like the matzah, it's good for like it's just a it's a good cracker. It's a good cracker. It doesn't hold up super well as sandwich bread. Nah. I learned that the hard way um, during many middle school lunches very flaky very flaky very flaky I'd try to put some turkey some lettuce some mayo some cheese that's too much for matzah that's too much Ma- matzah can handle about butter and maybe peanut butter and jelly but that's stretching it i put nutella yeah and eat it open-faced you oh, know once always, you once always. you put another it's too much pressure for I, that matzah I also, yeah i don't spread across the whole cracker because it will break it will crumble it will break so i do like a little dollop yeah. bite little dollop and then each bite, there's extra crumbles. You don't need to know my whole life story with this. Dude, but- this is fascinating. And <laughs> I am so hungry right now. I'm like ravenous. And I, uh, another Passover passed me by where I didn't make matzo brai. And that's a shame. Do you know about matzo brai? No, oh, ma'am. Let me tell you about it and pretend like this is the food episode. Um, matzo brai is basically like French toast with matzo. You dip, you dip matzo in, and this is traditionally, this is like oh the day after God. Passover, like breakfast time in the Jewish house. Dip the matzo in like an eggy batter um, and then and with like milk and stuff. Uh, and then salt, obviously, always put it on the griddle, fry it up. It's so delicious. You can have it. A lot of people enjoy it with, um, like, as more of a savory thing. I like sweet and salty. So mm. a little salt, a little butter, and a little maple syrup. So goddamn that delicious. That sounds delicious. Doesn't that sound great, guys? And it sounds so easy. So easy. Oh, I want that. Ooh, Ooh let's okay. please make some. Let's wrap this up and go get some matzo bread. Okay, can I finish? Can I just do this? Can I just run through my list and not say anything about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, we age well, said that. Good at music, I said that. Good at sports, in parentheses, basketball, track. Lazy slash takes advantage of government hangouts. Mm. Handouts, I mean. <laughs> government hangouts. <laughs> Such lame hangouts, like corporate <laughs> sports bars, I feel like. <laughs> Knows all the new dances. Is cool. Doesn't wash hair. Hair can do anything. Wait, okay. <laughs> can we talk for a second Why about do people hate? say that? I, oh, your hair can do anything. Like Shut what? Like fuck? ride a bike? Like I know. what do you mean? I don't. I don't know. They just mean can do things that white people hair cannot. That's should, what they mean. Should we have a hair episode, or do you not want to? I would not mind. Okay. <laughs> do you want to? I don't know. It just seems like 
there's a lot of stuff you can say about hair. Oh, yeah. That's a can of worms. Yeah. But I mean, the same could be said for a white person's hair. Like, I could say, your hair can do anything. Well, I think there's certain, like, I mean, Jewish hair, in quotes, is mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. I don't really have it. But, I know. But some, a lot of people do. And, like, Jufro <laughs> is a thing that's, like, that's a thing. Like, we can just... That's that's a word people say. <laughs> that's a word people say. It's a to accurately describe have. certain hairdos. Um, but my my brother, really, no men of in my family uh, have Gfros or yeah. ever have. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what. Yeah, let's do a hair episode. Okay, cool. Cool. The cool, end. Cool. Um, the end. Hair can do anything. Uh, doesn't have parents slash doesn't have father. Has a million kids. Is loud. Is angry. Eats chicken. Eats watermelon. Loves hot sauce. Can't swim. Loves magic tricks. <laughs> What? I'll come back to oh, that. Oh, wait, did we talk about I'll this I'll come before? back to that. Okay. Steal slash doesn't tip, does drugs all the time. Uh, that's my list um, of just like, you know, stream of consciousness. Like, oh, what do wait. I think of when I think of black stereotypes? Which stereotype do you think you like play into at all? Because I've talked about like, well, me. the loves magic tricks one. <laughs> so Guilty. Like, <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> yeah. Like apparently magicians love finding a black audience because they're so like, what? I can't believe this man. <laughs> And like I, as a magic trick is unfolding in front of me, I'm like, Shh, don't, don't react big. Don't. And then I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I love magic tricks. That's They're wild. so cool. Wow. No, whatever. That's, that's so funny. Whatever. Okay. Is loud. Check, please. Yep. That's me. Um, Is angry. Yeah. I'm angry sometimes. Not all the time. My also, resting face looks angry, but like, according to whom? Like, it's like fucking, that bumper sticker. It's like, if you're not angry, you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Know? Yeah. Um, Got a lot to be mad about. I would say this weekend is lazy as me. <laughs> I just laid around. But that's because I work so hard all damn week. I'm so tired, you guys. I'm so tired. <sighs> I hear you. I think I'm pretty lazy for a Jewish person. I think that I, <laughs> some of my compatriots are a lot more industrious with their spare time. I just want to relax, guys. Sometimes I just want my yeah. weekends to be all about, like, just feet up somewhere, mm-hmm. sipping a glass of rosé. Yeah. Or maybe orange wine, which I've started which getting into. Sarah has introduced me to. I haven't tried it yet, Ooh. but I've heard from Sarah. Orange wine. I is cannot the new stop rose. talking about it. Yeah, I don't know if it is that a Jewish stereotype to like you learn a new thing and you just like can't stop talking about it. Like, no, I don't think it's a Jewish thing, but it's definitely uh-huh. my thing. Um, cool, cool, cool. Keep going. Is that it? That's that's my list. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I think I covered everything. Um, greedy, uh, stingy, uh, Jewish princess. By the way, uh, Sarah means princess in Hebrew, so no, I riddle me that. that. It was destiny, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Common physical attributes, big nose, dark hair, uh, problematic, nice Jewish boy, nice Jewish girl, Jewish mother. Oh, man. Yeah. Estelle Costanza and Seinfeld, Helen Seinfeld and Seinfeld, a lot of uh, Shelley and Transparent. Um, some Philip Roth, Woody Allen characters. Oh, there's this Instagram uh, account, uh, Crazy Jewish Mom. Do you know about it? Mm-mm. It's it's fine. It's, Do we follow the, this account? Let's follow it. We should. I'm gonna check right now. But yeah, tell us. It's about entertaining, it. but it is a little bit like you know, uh, capitalizing or like completely banking on that. You know? Yeah. But then again, it's fucking funny. So, and this mom, this chick's mom sounds crazy. Yeah. You know, like good for you. And she kind of, it's kind of seems like it's 
launched a career for her. So, Good. you what, know, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, Mom, be let's crazier. Let's exploit crazy mom. Send yeah. me crazier texts. Like the... The extent to which my mom text. sends me, like, I get a kick when my mom texts me LOL. Like, that puts such a smile on my face because I love the idea that my mom is laughing reading one of my texts. <laughs> That's really just a narcissistic, uh, mm. you know, impulse. Let's move on. What up, learners? This is Lorraine DeGraffenwright with this new segment that I love doing called Afro Pick. And I pick an Afro that I just want to talk about that is inspiring me and that I'm loving. Um, this episode's Afro pick is Solange Knowles. Ah, good Afro, right? Ooh, look at this. And it's so versatile and it's also so clean. She's like one of those good, like natural hair ambassadors. <laughs> like if you want to know like how to do it right, just follow one of Solange's many social media accounts. It's it's like a freaking art book, her Instagram God. account. It's crazy. She always looks so good. Yeah. Also, she's um she's a big uh she's very adventurous with her eye makeup. Have mm. you noticed that? She'll have like she'll do this thing where she'll put like two little red streaks on her brow bone. And wow. like that's her eyeshadow. Wow. It's so cool. Go ahead, girl. Uh, oh. Good afro. And her clothes. Yeah. Who dude. is styling her? Can I get to know you, please? She gets whatever she wants now, I'm sure. <sighs> She just looks like a 70s, like, disco New Orleans art freak queen. Like, I'm she's like just tear up. She's so beautiful. She's really beautiful and talented. And very talented. And probably a great mom and certainly a great sister. Yeah. My friend worked at this after school program in Brooklyn and um, Solange's son like went to that school. Oh, cool. Is that cool? It is cool. It's anyway. also, yeah, it's weird. Her son is like 12 years old. It's like, <laughs> how would, I don't know. How did a 12 year old boy come out of you? When did you get started? Yeah. Super young. She's like had a very fascinating life. Yeah. Anyway, love your Afro. Uh, learned up, out. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Yes. Thank you for sticking through it. I know that there are a lot of like, like cringy moments when it comes to talking about stereotypes. Ooh, someone's feelings going to get hurt. <laughs> yeah. And uh, honestly, if they want to write to us, I'm I'm thrilled to hear from them. Learnedupodcast at gmail.com. Also, please follow us on social media. Yes. At Podcast. That's it. <laughs> That's our handle, guys. Thanks, What's a Creative. Thank you, Alexis B. Preston. Uh, thanks, Adam Isaacson, for our theme music. I don't know. Thank you for listening. Okay. Have a good day. Okay, bye. Bye. Podcast Network.